0: today is another episode of walmart wednesday and our special guest ryan is going to be talking about the anatomy of walmart listings at a level that you've never heard before how cool is that pretty cool i think Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Series Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton. This is the show that is our monthly Walmart Wednesday episode, where we bring on special guests who are interviewed by Carrie Miller that go over Different aspects of selling on walmart.com, and also go over questions that you guys gave when we had the live broadcast. And so, we have like a shortened version that we put here on the podcast. And this month's special, our special guest, Ryan, uh, he's going to talk about even like, you know, using Chat GPT and a whole bunch of cool stuff. And even has some like some slides to show you guys as well. So, if you haven't sold on Walmart yet, this is going to be a great kind of like introductory episode for you, so that you can understand about how to get your Amazon listings on Walmart. And if you're already selling on Walmart, this might lead uh you know into some some new insights for you about how like Walmart listing optimization and the Walmart algorithm works. So make sure to check out this uh, rest of this episode. Uh, Carrie, take it away.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Winning with Walmart Wednesday. I'm so excited to be back with you today. I have a very special guest, Ryan King from Blue Rise, and he's going to be talking about some really cool stuff on how you can get your um, your listings written quickly using uh, Chat GPT. So uh, definitely stay tuned for that. But before we get into that, I wanted to let everyone know that we have launched uh, Walmart Adtomic. So if you wanted to uh, utilize Adtomic to uh, manage your Walmart ads, we have a, a great, tool to do that now. So I'm very excited about that. We'll do some more content about that later, but wanted to let everyone know we have a great presentation today. So I'm really excited um, about this. We have um, Ryan King coming on. Hi, Ryan. How's it going? Hi,
2: Carrie. It's going great. Hope you're doing well as well.
1: Yes. Thank you. So uh, just in case people don't know who you are, uh, can you go ahead and uh, just introduce yourself and just let everyone know who, who you are? And uh,
2: Absolutely. Yeah. So my name is Ryan King. Obviously, I'm the uh, co-founder and CEO of Blue Rise. We're a full managed service agency focused specifically on Walmart.com. A little bit about us. Our our background was in and still is in being brand owners, um, having launched and scaled brands as early as 2013 on Amazon Marketplace. So we come at this as many uh, service providers do still with the seller's hat on, thinking through how do we uh, build brands, how do we scale brands, and how we take advantage of the marketplace opportunities out there. So about a little over two years ago, uh, I pivoted and started building out value-add services on Walmart as we saw that marketplace continue to mature. And now we exist to help uh, typically seven-figure-plus brands that are native e-commerce, maybe come from Amazon or D2C, that want to go to the Walmart marketplace, as well as uh, retail brands that are in-store already with Walmart also needing to perform on .com.
1: Very cool. So, um, I'm really excited about your presentation today because so you're talking about using AI basically to help uh, create listings. Because I know this is a problem. A lot of people just copy their Amazon listings over, and that does not help them in terms of ranking and just being successful on Walmart.
2: So, yeah, the, the reality is, you know, most brands have started on other marketplaces instead of launching directly into Walmart. I think that'll change over time, but that's currently the most often uh, use case. And so, the, the, um, The unintended consequences is that most people are just saying I can copy and paste over or they're using some kind of syndication software, whatever it may be. And the reality is their listings are suffering on Walmart and uh, they may decide it's not a, a good place for them. And the reality is it may just be because they didn't put in the extra effort. But that's also coupled with the challenge of do they have the time right now to to learn a new marketplace and learn all the constraints and the unique formatting, all those things needed to optimize specifically for that platform. So, yeah, it is a challenge. Um, I would uh, strongly advise not uh, to copy and paste over. Uh, And so really this presentation is a way. It's just uh, a, a way of using GPT maybe to streamline this and take some of that heavy lifting off to get you from zero to one to convert for unique SEO copy. Uh, for those listings, so that you have a better chance, a faster start to selling on the Walmart marketplace. Talking about in general, some things to consider. Obviously, the pain points are you know, most brands are selling already on Walmart or want to sell on Walmart, and you already have on listings on Amazon, but you cannot simply copy and paste over. So, um, why, why can you not copy and paste? And I'll, uh, with a little side path to talking about, and it's been something I know Carrie and I've talked about. it a good bit, and Carrie's presented on several times now as well, is uh, one unique element of all this is product type, and Mm -hmm. um, how you need to make sure, before we get into writing the copy, how you make sure this is in place, because it determines what copy you should write or or what you should optimize for. Um, So real quick, again, a primer. you've probably already seen this before, if you've been on these before, listing quality, Walmart gives you a quantifiable score on um, their their listings. And so um, all those three elements, you can see that usually the most heavily weighted of the three is offer, which is your speed of delivery, the price point, is it in parity with other marketplaces? Second to that is ratings and reviews. Do you have five or more typically with a 4.5 rating or higher? And then we get into all the other optimization we're used to talking about, which is images, title, description, bullet points, all those elements in their equivalent on Walmart. Um, and that's where we're going to focus today is content discoverability. One thing I want to note about that is, uh, while we're talking about description and key features, those kind of things, the copywriting elements today, one of the areas you need to make sure you're focused on as well is attributes on the back end of your listing. Yes. <laughs> uh, for years and years, yeah, this is a, this is a sleeper for many. I know you've been mm-hmm. talking about a lot more, uh, Carrie, and, and others have as well. Um, This is one you could get away with for quite a long time on Amazon without focusing on. I think now, now these days, you have to be a lot, pay a lot more attention on Amazon as well. But uh, Walmart, it is a, um, it's table stakes. It's a non starter if you're not focused here because it it has a dramatic impact on your indexing, an impact on uh, keyword relevancy and uh, PPC performance, all those things. So I noticed. uh,
1: too recently, content discoverability has two dots now. Just I, I was looking at, it, I think, like yesterday. Okay. Is it? Yes. So It might be even more important. Like what you're saying about attributes, it might be even more weighted now. So uh, I don't know.
2: And that makes sense. This is old screenshot. So I need to go back and look and see what the weighting looks like. And I, I'll, I'll see. It could be that it's, it's varied by category and or yeah, varied by just time yeah. now. It, I think to your point, the... The bar is going to continue to grow to be raised um, as as the marketplace matures they're continuing to raise the bar here on what 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 you need to do to be in the lead to to excel there so it is worth continuing to focus on uh, and I would say attributes on that content discoverability portion of the score could be up to uh I've seen uh, indications that it could be up to 70% of this content and discoverability scores weighted by those attributes alone. So even if you're just thinking exactly. by score of content discoverability, um, you need to be focused on these backend attributes. So yeah. how do you know you've got your attributes right to start with? Let's start there and then we'll talk about the, the copywriting piece. So in content and discoverability, this is kind of the, the makeup and the algorithm of how uh, your product type, which we'll talk about in a minute, is determined and I think I covered this last time, maybe I was on, I can't remember, but um, basically your product name, your title, your description, it's a little bit chicken and the egg, and your key features. What you put into the system when you set up your listing uh, or what may already exist if a dropshipper or arbitrage or somebody else or if there's just a listing, a product detail page that already exists, what exists on that listing is what determines the product type, which is equivalent of like a subcategory. Uh, you can think of it that way. And so the algorithm looks at these three elements and then determines what subcategory you're in that product type in turn combined with the backend attributes. So product type, then once that's set, uh, basically gives you your backend attributes you're going to have to fill out. So, uh, if you're in, um, if you're, in, you're if you're selling dog leashes and your product type was dog leash, then it's going to start asking you about length, material, color, all those things are product uh, of, of dog leash. A good, um, A good indicator if you're not, that you don't have the right product type is if you're starting to see on your listing when you're trying to set it up or the spec sheet you get, if you're going to do it in bulk, is showing you a lot of columns or a lot of fields as attributes that don't make sense at all for your product. Uh, That might be an indicator you've got the wrong product type.
1: Something else I really too about like attributes I wanted to mention is I was only putting one attribute on uh, some of them where you can put multiple attributes because you can, you want to show up for as many as are relevant to your, have you noticed that t- people do that too? <laughs> yes. Mistake. So,
2: yeah, you know, that's a good point. So especially if you're using the spec sheet, if you're using that, um, there's a, and this could be a whole other session on, on spec sheets and <laughs> updating things on in bulk. Uh, I'm a spec sheet nerd. I think that's probably the the most efficient way over time to really update listings and, and get the maximum out of the back end of catalog setup. But, uh, yeah, you can you can insert columns next to some of those. You'll see a plus sign on that that spec sheet, uh, spec sheet, Excel sheet, uh, cl- equivalent to a flat file on Amazon. Um, and you can input more of those attributes to maximize. Yeah, to your point, um, be thinking, not just of the ones I see, don't think, well, some of these look optional, I won't really fill them out. Fill them out as complete as you can.
1: Yes.
2: Uh, and then, especially if you're using spec sheets, even don't just go with what you see. If you see a plus mark next to one of those descriptions, that means you can insert a column to the right and, or to the left, I think, and then you copy over from the right and insert more uh, and uh, do as many as you can. That gives you the broadest reach uh, for the algorithm as you can get. And so your product type plus the backend attributes then determines your shelf path, which is you know your browse node. If someone's gonna, traffic's gonna go through in general search for pets, pet accessories, leashes, dog leash, something like that, that's gonna be determined by the product type those things. From there, we could talk about that, but I wanna get to the GPT piece because um, that's part of the heavy lifting for people too, is is how do I get unique content to Walmart? Uh, And so I've just got a slide here of there's three help articles from Walmart here on general guidelines for setup. Um, The first one I'll direct you to overall listing setup, best practices in there, you'll see, one of the links on that article is to style guides with Walmart. So Walmart actually gives you, for each category, once you've determined, okay, I'm I'm selling a dog leash, I'm in the right product type for dog leashes, um, what do I need to do for images, what do I need to do for title, bullet points, uh, and paragraph description? Um, there's a link in this article here for style guides, and Walmart tells you, clearly, for this specific category, what are they looking for? And it'll tell you word counts, all those kind of things, and structure and makeup of title, um, resolution requirements, and even types of images you need. Um, the one thing I'll say on titles, we, we won't talk about images today, and we won't really talk a lot about titles. Uh, the, the GPT best best use case, I think, is not in title, because title is pretty formulaic, pretty easy to, to build quickly. Um, but what I would recommend on title is you should not stuff your title with keywords. No. That's, that's that's not working as much on Amazon anymore anyway. Um, but on Walmart, you will be penalized, kind of a shadow penalty, if you overstuff your title. So Walmart highly values a clean, readable, short title. So you're talking 50, 75 characters. And so uh, it's got to be short and concise. And they have an actual formula, which you can read real clearly here, uh, what it should look like. And so don't be tempted by that. Now, do try and insert maybe your top two keywords in there, you can adapt them over time. We have seen that there's maybe about as up to three times the ranking power of a keyword and title than anywhere else in the description or, or key features, but uh, don't overstuff it. And so um, with that, we'll focus right now really on, on description. So a lot of Amazon listings may not have had descriptions in the past. This is the paragraph kind of um, format, those things. Yeah. So on this one, this one's just, you know, answering the question, how do you as a brand owner as quickly and efficiently as possible, write unique content for the Walmart platform so that you maximize SEO for Walmart and help Walmart maximize SEO when they're you know optimizing for Google search, all those things. So this is just a way that we've experimented with that, that will help uh, utilizing uh chat GPT. So uh, and the use case here is for the description. You could, uh, As you experiment with it, you could reformat this to execute for bullet points as well, if you'd like. But the assumption here is you're using your your current Amazon listing um, title and your current Amazon listing bullet points. And then you're inputting unique keywords for Walmart, utilizing Helium 10 Magnet or Cerebro, one of those functions, to research and figure out what are the keywords I want to put in unique for this listing to generate the best product description. There. So to do this, we're using a Google Sheets plugin called Sheet GPT. I have zero affiliation with them um, other than I've experimented with this one. So use at your own discretion. And it is a fee based extension. I think it's something like $11 a month, if I remember correctly. Um, But this is just a way and a example. We will give a copy of this sheet. Uh, We'll make a link available after this uh, to give you a copy of the sheet to experiment with once you've installed your own extension there and you're welcome to play around with it. So I'll describe just really the makeup of how this is working. So if you're familiar with GPT, it's, uh, I don't know who else, who is it? If you're in the e-commerce world and you haven't heard of GPT, um, you probably got bigger problems than, uh, (laughs) than understand how to do this. So uh, this is just one way to do it. Um, So it's based on a, how do you craft an input to get the kind of output you want from uh, this AI program? And so what this sheet is built to do is help you at scale um, produce those inputs and outputs quickly to get various versions. really, this is not going to give you the end version. The other qualifier here I would say is this is helpful for zero to one. you know if you're on a pathway to get to all the way to 10 or you know maybe maybe it's step two, you're done. But zero to one, that creative process, how do I uniquely format this, this is one way to do it. So uh, really all you need, you can figure out your own ways. We have other tabs in our in-house use that will uh, get the Amazon listing materials we need. But if all you need to do is input here, uh, we're using uh, Coffin Shelf that everybody's probably familiar with here. Uh, Manny's Mysterious Oddities, uh, Coffin Shelf, Bookshelf here. Um, We're just taking the title, description, and bullets. In this case, there was a description on the listing. You don't need the description. If you just had title and bullets, you could do it that way. And then we used magnet here and just quickly grabbed um, top keywords we saw in Walmart according to Helium 10. Um, And then for in this case, for a Walmart description, uh, we're we're assuming the maximum word count. You can get word counts over 150 for description field, uh, but it varies by category. Sometimes the, the algorithm will tell you you need less keywords than 150, even, and I, uh, I think you were saying that, Carrie, in yeah. your presentation at Prosper, right? Yours was much shorter than that, even.
1: Yeah, it's like 80. <laughs> so
2: right. So let's say let's just let's just say in this case uh, not 130. You'll see there's an output over here. It's going to regenerate. Let's just say no. Sorry, it needs to be 80 words, um, not 130. And so what we're going to do here is, and I'll explain how this is unpacked here. For, anybody that, for the geeks out there like me that want to know how this is working. Um, we also have description style. This is taken from style guide. Here's a few prompts of we want an incentives case, paragraph form, no promotional text, avoid too much repetition, all those things. GPT is not gonna follow all of this exactly. It depends on how much creativity you give it and those things. Another field for uh, claims and warnings. If you have any specific things you need to make sure are mentioned in there, this is an input field for that. And then finally, we find this one's a great one for marketing purposes. And in general, writ, write it to a sixth grade reading level. Uh, gives you good, clear, active voice and uh, readability. So where the magic happens here on this sheet really is in this field. This is a, this looks complicated, but really what this do is doing is referencing this uh, group of phrases in these fields. Each of these I have in the bold in brackets here is not actually doing anything thing here this is actually just referencing so you know as the the user oh this is referencing this field over here and these are the snippets of text we're putting in between it in the prompt so it's basically saying if i double click here what this is built out is saying you know you're an e-commerce copywriter we'll click in each field so you see the text that's being used in a minute but if i do it right now it's gonna mess up this formula it says snippet one of text refer here snippet two of text refer here you're building out that input here uh in order to produce the result you want. Um and, and you then you have that already uh,
1: templated out, right? So people can just utilize this yep. template. They don't have to fill in that complicated stuff. <laughs>
2: Correct. Correct. If you don't want to do this, don't worry about it. Uh it's in here for you already. And then if you want to geek out and reformat and do anything, be my guest. Um the link will give you will automatically prompt you just to make a copy of this. And then once you install the ins- extension uh you can run it and, and do this. Um, so what this is basically the way we've got this written up is saying you're you know expert copywriter, write a clever but clear original multi-paragraph description. So multi-paragraph we found was key for this, we needed to tell it that uh, based on for this product title here. And it's looking at that it and it says, based on content from the bullet section. You could also in this case I didn't include description here. You could add extra you could you can figure out you can add extra fields to reference to if you'd like. Uh, please use these keywords. as looking here, and um, aided by these parameters, which is going to look at this field. Be sure to mention these claims or warnings, and then you're saying use the following tone in the whole response. Is this? The additional elements it's doing here is if to get at word count. We found that ChatGPT doesn't really obey if you just say it and keep it at 80 words uh, because it's it's getting creative with its inputs and outputs. So. ChatGPT generates length of response based on tokens. And tokens are a portion of a word, like uh, basically 40% of a word almost, like half a word. And so uh, the way we've done this is this gets called into this formula times 1.3. So that's we're basically saying, yeah, that's about the equivalent of word count. And so we're limiting right here in this reference uh, how many tokens it should use. Uh, and then we're also telling it again, word count, uh, I in this version you can also repeat word count if you want i think that's the only time we're using it here um so what this does the the feature of tokens so in the prompt you're telling it how many tokens to use we have to round up because uh certain token numbers make this thing go into error so rounding up to the closest token there but um number of tokens for word length is telling there we're also telling it this field right here before that field is what they call the temperature how creative How much leash are you giving GPT to be creative? Or are you telling it to be very rigid to the the inputs you gave it? And so what we've done here is given it just a few, three different temperatures across these three different prompts, each of these fields here. And it gives us three different answers. Um, And so uh, I won't spend, I won't burn all our time kind of reworking these. Or if people are really wanting to, we could try another one live if we wanted, uh, up to how many questions there are. but you get it, it's it's mm-hmm. meant to be fairly intuitive. Uh, you'll find there's some repetition, but but again, if the goal is get zero to one as fast as you can yeah. so you can be making unique content, uh, then this is maybe one to do it. The last thing I'll say here is the output. You can see I'm clicked in here, but it's not showing me the text, it's showing me the formula. So once you're done with it, you just need to copy that out. And I had it done here earlier. You just paste special as values
1: uh, okay. and you've got
2: your text, text okay. there.
1: That's so you're going to awesome. have to do it that way. Yeah, <laughs> That helps so much because especially getting those keywords weaved in there quickly. And, uh, that's amazing. I,
2: yeah. So the, and the caveat I'll say here, cause this is still experimental, You're going to have to, and the reason I put the key, the, the sentence props at the top for everybody is it still still takes fine tuning. You may find it's okay. This is not giving me enough of the keywords. So maybe, okay. uh, I need to change this phrase here to say, you know, how, how, how can I be creative in my inputs to get specifically making sure don't leave out any of these or whatever it is. And that's going to be a variable based on how many keywords you've put in. And um, or if you say, please use five of these keywords or two of these keywords, whatever it is, um, and make sure you got it in there. You might also say, please repeat each of these keywords two times, those kind of things. So it's it just it's a fun way to do it. And you get some great results. Then, even if it didn't get all the keywords in there, obviously, that you're looking for, this gets you to that point where you can look back and look back at the keywords generated by Helium 10 and said, Okay, I need to switch out some of these words for synonyms that are going to be those Mm -hmm. keyword placeholders.
1: That's so great. And some people are asking, Can they get the link to the Excel sheet? And yes, we're going to share that um, afterwards. So uh, don't be too uh, worried about that. Awesome. Well, that's uh, a great way because I mean, a lot of people are like, Oh, I don't want to, you know spend the time to really write a new listing for walmart but this is a really fast easy way to do it in bulk and really get your listings up and running um and i, I think it, it really those outputs are really great and helps you with the creativity part too because sometimes you get tired of uh trying to come up with stuff, yeah I,
2: so. i'm not that creative so it, it zero to one going from blank page uh is usually yeah. the hardest step and so Uh, this is meant to overcome that hurdle a bit. Now, I will say Walmart does have the ability now, they've made it easier to import your listing to their website via just Amazon URL. So you can plug in through Walmart, the Amazon URL and quickly get your listing on there. And, but this would be then maybe step two. So Mm -hmm. combining combining those things that reduce the hurdles saying, okay, yeah, we got it on there. And Walmart themselves will say, now don't just leave it there once you got it on, you need to make this unique for this marketplace, so right. then use something like this uh, and then take it the, the rest of the way.
1: That's awesome. Okay, cool, so now let's go ahead and take some questions. Here's one, uh, if we sell in the UK and Europe, do we need a warehouse uh, in, in the USA or can we ship to Walmart how many uh, pieces? I pieces think, maybe? Yeah. yeah, pieces initially do you need to send? So do you have you ex- had experience about uh, with people from the UK and Europe?
2: so um for wfs which i assume this is asking uh how do we send in to walmart if you're doing uh walmart fulfilled Uh, i believe this is still the case i haven't checked so this is the caveat of i haven't looked at this in the past uh two three weeks um up until this point it has uh, for inbound to wfs it's it's necessary to have a u.s point of origin for that inbound freight shipment so you would need to figure out a way to cross dock once you get into U S so you're getting in, maybe you already have a three PL if you're drip feeding inventory to on anywhere else. And so that would be the best use case. Uh, there are a couple of other things on that, just that you might already have in place, but just for other people to know um, important to have uh, a primary G 10. So this can't be, you can't, use an fn SKU if you've already optimized that yeah. way so that's something else to consider and so if you're already going to have a 3pl for those things that's maybe a way you can get cost efficient with with if you've printed fn SKU on your products you need to go ahead and have someone label that walmart wfs will label that for you for a fee as well but to your question uh yes my best understanding my most recent understanding is you need us point of origin
1: all righty very good Okay. Another question. Do you have in Walmart Ad time to add negative keywords when you use phrase and broad campaigns? Walmart does not provide this option. We don't have this quite yet. Um, so I'm hoping that it'll come out soon. Um, so stay tuned. I don't know if you have any other thoughts on that, Ryan, but that's, I'm hoping that it'll come out soon. And um, I don't really use the, uh, the auto campaigns because I I've found that I do really well by doing keyword research on magnet and Cerebro and creating exact campaigns and phrase and broad match with those keywords. Mm-hmm. So that's my suggestion while we're waiting for the negative. Um, but any, any thoughts on that?
2: Um, I don't have any specific knowledge to speak of it. It may be a while before, um, negative comes out. Um, we do see some success without automatic. Obviously, there's an advantage with auto campaigns of additional placements that you don't gain right now through manual. But I would agree with you in general. Um, you know, auto can do some keyword harvesting for you and identifying unique search terms to Walmart. Um, but if you're look, talking about search and grid performance, I would optimize towards your manual campaigns as much as possible because they're going to generally perform much better with in-grid search results for sponsored mm-hmm. product.
1: Yeah. And I've seen that. Uh, uh, so yeah, some people are saying it's unfair. Yeah, it is. It's, you know, I, I'm hoping that it'll get taken care of soon. I wanted to ask some questions that I get a lot of um, and I, cause you're the expert for product type. Um, I wanted to just kind of elaborate a little bit about, about that because people always ask like, how do I, a b test the product type because you always talk about a b testing because there are certain product types that encompass more keywords than others and so i think people are trying to figure out how do i find what those product types are that are available and what Mm -hmm. like what kind of strategies can people use do they just need to keep uh you know writing into support and asking for a new product type and testing that one out or what do you recommend like the steps to to test out the product types
2: yes uh great question Uh one way to do it um and, and you, I just can't remember the search phrase, and this is a bit hacky way of doing it, is you can look at your competitors. So go find, you know, you know how to find your competitors on a marketplace mm-hmm. So look for those keywords, look at the top sellers, uh, best match um, and look at their listings, open up their product detail page, right click and inspe- inspect uh, the source. Okay. Um, there is and I'm trying to remember the most common phrase that we've done just a control F find for but it'll show you product type. Um, And, you know, this is one of those hacking things. It's not, not a negative hack. It's not a black hat thing. It's just figuring out how do I know what product types most of these best sellers are in? uh, And is it something I should experiment with? So there's that way um, of identifying competitors to match against and AB test. It, um, what I'll say here is, is someone might be thinking, do you, "Are you switching it like every four to four or five days?" You're probably not switching it that often. You, this is probably like you're testing it two or three product types max, because there's not that many out there. Um, right. And you're not, and, and again, another caveat would be you're not looking at, okay, I'm in herbal supplements, and my product type is herbal supplement. Am I going to do well in protein shakes as a product right. type? And we just uh, one that's just going to be manipulation. It's not, it's not serving the end shopper. Uh, but also you're not for that purpose. You're not going to index for any of the keywords you really want. The example I've given before is using herbal supplements was we had a product that was in herbal supplements as product type and they were an herbal supplement. Um, but we were banging our heads up against a wall because we were not indexing for what we thought were no brainer search terms for that product. And the algorithm just wasn't letting us index for those. Um, so what we simply did is, is in growth opportunities, I know you've shown this before as well. You go into growth opportunities on seller center. You go to those details next to your listing. Click on one of your listings. There's a widget right in the middle there. Walmart makes it real easy. There's a widget in the middle that says product type. You look at that, and you can say uh, report issues. I think it's report issue, uh, something like that, right below it. Um, It'll give you a drop down of a few suggested product types there. In the herbal supplements case, what we saw was, although herbal supplements seemed to be an exact match, the end result wasn't what we thought was going to provide the shoppers with the best experience. And so what we saw was if we went one level up, vitamins and supplements. There's so it's it's it makes sense in that vertical. We went broader and we found that instantly, we were almost instantly within a few hours, we were indexing for the keywords we needed. So that's that's what I mean. Uh so you're probably going to be able to figure out product type pretty easily of what general ones make, make sense. Right now that's the best solution I know of. So I think I think it's one of those, it's just a helpful point of data as long as it's available and um. And so hopefully that's helpful to you. Hopefully that answers yeah. the question.
1: Yeah, um, definitely. And then well, I think we don't have any more questions here, but I was wondering if you had any final thoughts you wanted to say before we end and kind of uh, I think this is a great information to get people going and uh, get those listings written without too much pain.
2: <laughs> yeah. But- uh, you know, I, I, I don't have really min- anything else other than if someone has questions about um uh, any of these things, obviously, uh, this is a great resource and continue coming back to this group and uh, And carries an expert in the field and, and one I'm learning a ton with. And so um, doing that, if, if there's any questions people have specifically for us or if brands are looking for kind of the managed service uh, component, we're happy to talk about that as well. But really, we, we're our position, we just want to get uh, get knowledge out there, help provide value any way we can. So we will be putting this uh, link to this sheet uh, that will be it'll It'll doesn't it'll prompt you when you get the sheet just to make a copy right away, and then if you install that in extension, that'll that'll be there for you. And hopefully, it's a, a tool that helps you guys as you guys continue to uh, take advantage of the Walmart opportunity.
1: So. We do actually have one question that just came in. I think we have a minute we can answer it if you wanted to before we go. Okay. Under growth opportunities in Seller Center in Walmart, they offer assortment growth, wherein sellers can add different items to their catalog. So, if you're a private label brand, if you add those recommended items, which from uh, from brand different brands, you can still consider a private label brand. I'm not sure if I completely understand this, but maybe it's. I don't know if you have any thoughts on what there.
2: Uh, I think you know. So, so private label brand, no marketplace is calling you that. And so private label is just like a it's a it's a legacy term for that first iteration on Amazon when people were, uh, you know, selling products that were, um, you know, like what it sounds. I, I found it in Alibaba. I'm not going to put the name of the manufacturer from Alibaba on there. I'm putting my brand name on and I'm selling it. That's the essence of private label or in retail world. It's it, you might show up under a store's brand, uh, but you're the producer, or the manufacturer. Um so private label is not a label that anyone else is applying to you. That's just what you're calling yourself, really. If your question is, all right, I have my own brand products that I'm selling in Walmart. I go to assortment growth. I'm seeing them suggest other products and I'm interested. Should I also add those to my catalog and become a reseller of those products through arbitrage or some other means? That's There's nothing stopping you from doing that. Your seller account is not directly tied to your brand in that way. So it's not going to be showing up Unless, unless your seller count and your corporation name is your brand name at the same time. Um, so you could, in theory, have you know Ryan's products as your seller name and uh, Ryan's dog leashes is my brand name for my private label. Um, but I could also be selling a bunch of other products and they would see the seller is, the buyer would see the seller is sold by Ryan's products, shipped by Walmart, uh, fulfilled by Walmart. So if that's your question, can you do both? Sure. Um, and honestly, that might be a great way to test out um, buyer demand on the marketplace by reselling some other product and identifying. Okay, now I know what the the sales rate is. What what people like about mm-hmm.
1: this,
2: and private label that product after you've been selling it for a while. So, uh, yeah, there's the various ways you could try. it.
1: That's a really good good uh, good thought. Let's get people's wheels turning. How to make revenue on on Walmart. So. All right. I think that's about it. And again, we'll put those links uh, down below. I think you're in the the Helium 10 uh, partner hub, correct? Correct. Yeah. uh, If you're, you know, if you look at the Helium 10, um, our partner hub, you can find Blue Rise in there. Um, But we'll also add those links below. And thank you all for, you know, attending this. If you have any questions, please join our winning with Walmart group on Facebook. It's Helium 10 winning with Walmart. And you can ask any questions in there. There's a lot of people in there who are selling who can answer questions and um, I can answer questions there as well. So um, thanks again, Ryan, for all that amazing information and for coming on today. And we hope to have you on again in the future.
2: Certainly, Carrie. Thanks again. It It was a blast.
1: All right. Thank you. See you later.
0: All right, guys, hope you enjoyed that episode. Don't forget, once a month, we always have a special guest. We always do one episode dedicated to selling on walmart.com. So if you've got questions that you want answered, make sure to go to our Winning with Walmart Facebook group. Just type that in Helium 10, Winning with Walmart on Facebook, and tag Carrie with any of your questions for next month's guests, and they'll answer it live on next month's Walmart Wednesday. We'll see you then.